This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I can't believe I'm saying this. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line by the one and only Jennifer Aniston. Why did Jennifer Aniston start a hair care company? Because she was tired of choosing between hair products that work and hair products that are actually good for us. But thanks to Lola V, we never have to choose again. No silicones, no sulfates, parabens, or gluten. And of course, it's cruelty-free and vegan. The glossing detangler and perfect conditioner are my personal favorites. Not only do they repair the look of damaged hair, but they also shield it from future harm. The first step to unlocking confidence in your dating life and your daily life is feeling confident about your hair. So unlock Jennifer Aniston approved hair at lolav.com. And as listeners of Seeing Other People, you're getting an exclusive 15% off off of your entire order when you use code Seeing Other People at checkout. That's 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com with promo code Seeing Other People. Please note you can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After your purchase, they will ask you where you heard about them. Please, please, please support Seeing Other People and let them know that I sent you. You guys are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes from the best of the best, Jenny Kane. And yes, there is a discount, so keep on listening. You know that feeling when you get a new sweater and it instantly becomes basically another layer of your skin? Like you wear it everywhere for everything all the time. Okay, well, Jenny Kane has become my literal uniform. And if you don't know Jenny Kane, I'm pretty much about to change your life because Jenny Kane's clothes did that to mine. Jenny Kane is a California brand with luxurious staples that will transform your closet. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined. They have the coziest cashmere sweaters and iconic accessories that will elevate your everyday basics. I don't know if I wear my cashmere fisherman hoodie or my cropped cashmere cocoon cardigan more. All I know is that I cannot live without either of them. Whether it's a cozy night in with the girls, a dinner date with Jake, or catching a flight to Florida to see my parents, these sweaters are perfect for every single occasion. And I couldn't be happier when I'm wearing them because I'm so comfy. And you guys know me. I always choose comfort over how something looks. But with Jenny Kane, I don't have to choose because I get comfort and I get style. All right. So we have the discount code coming for you. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Seeing other people listeners get 15% off their first order when you use code SOP at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code SOP, S-O-P. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. You sound like every guy's dream. <laughs> so why don't I have a boyfriend, Alana? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> hey guys, it's Alana and you're listening to Seeing Other People Unfiltered. It's Thursday, so that means real life daters are coming on to share their real, sometimes shocking, and always unfiltered experiences. Think you're alone out there? Think you're the only one whose ex hooked up with your mom or whose last date ended up being a catfish? Think again. My name is Carly. I'm 27 years old. I live in New York City, and I'm here to talk about how annoying modern dating is. I mean, that right there, like that's the title of this episode right there, (laughs) because I don't think there's a single person listening who's not going to like nod their head and be like, yep, yep. okay, this is good. I am buckling up, getting ready for this. Yeah. So thank you for coming here to talk about how annoying modern dating is, because it is a conversation that we need to have. Of course. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So, okay. Let's start with what is going on in your dating life right now. So I'm single, trying to like go on more days, trying to be more, I guess, outgoing in that sense. But it's also kind of hard because it's summer and I feel like not a lot of people are in the city or people are just really busy, like traveling, going to a lot of weddings, just like family trips, whatever it is. So it's kind of hard in the summer, I would say. But definitely like looking to get on track and and 
you know, make some progress in the dating landscape here. When you are going on dates, where are these dates coming from? Um, mostly apps. I recently, not recently, probably a month ago, went on one that I was actually set up with somebody, but I would say the majority of them are apps. How did the setup happen? So a couple months ago, my friend and I had a joint birthday party. And I guess one of the people who works at the bar is friendly with our friend who set it up. So it kind of was like that. We met at my birthday party. And then a few months later, my friend texted me on behalf of this kid that I had met, but I didn't really remember meeting him because I was drunk on my birthday, obviously. And apparently, like, I guess three months later, this kid was still thinking about me. So he wanted to meet me and take me out. So that's how that setup went. Okay. And how did the date go? It was fine. It was only one date. There was not a second date. Um, I also found out that he lives literally one block away from me. So like a little bit terrifying just because I'm scared to run into people, but I haven't seen him yet. So it's okay. That's literally the worst. Like on one hand, it seems like it's such a great idea because if it goes well, it's like, great, your neighbors, you can see each other all the time. But it's like, if it doesn't go well, you're not going to want to go outside. You're not going to want to go to your grocery store, your coffee shop, all of those places. And it sucks because especially I feel like right out of college, like for people who like went to a big 10 type of school, like moved to Murray Hill. It's like, we all went through that exact thing where anytime we set foot outside of our apartment, we would run into somebody from our past. I mean, Murray Hill is basically like college dorms, but for yeah. 22 to 25 ish. And like, it's even when I walk through there, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm seeing girls younger than me from my sorority or like my camp friends or something like that. It's like, you cannot walk through one of those places and not see somebody, you know? So the prospect of living one block away from a guy that I was on a date with is a little terrifying. Yeah. Do you think like going into it, knowing, did you know that before? Did you find that out on the date? I knew that he lived in my area. I did not realize that we lived (laughs) literally like one block from each other. Yeah. 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 No, thank you. Not for me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I mean, that's not the reason that there was no second date, but it definitely yeah. didn't assist. It didn't help. It, wasn't. it didn't help. Okay. Right. Other than that, what has your experience been on the apps? I know summer's hard, but in general, like, how do you feel about dating apps, Carly? <laughs> I, listen, I like them because it kind of is fun to, you have this phone that's on your person 24 seven it's basically you have an endless like singles buffet to look at 24 seven but then when it comes down to it the food at the buffet is not really that great it's not doing what it needs to do for you it's not really like curing your hunger here like maybe it'll satisfy you for a couple minutes or like a few days but then when it gets down to it like it didn't really do what you were hoping it was going to do it's not the Michelin star main course that you're really in the mood for. Right. Like it's like when you're coming home from a late night out and you have like chicken nuggets and they're not actually good, but like they satisfy like you for so- the time They're being. soggy, but like yes. they're the only thing that was open. Right. It's the only thing available to you. So it's like, you're going to take it, but it's not really doing what you need it to do. I'm dead. This is the funniest <laughs> like, metaphor I've ever heard about dating. Yeah. It's really tough because it's so hard on the apps to actually assess. Like there could be that Michelin star dish out like on there, but they're probably not putting it out there. They're not saying, Hey, I'm a Michelin star. Like nothing on their profile is accurately representing that they're the type of person that you're looking for. 
So it's right. really hard to like actually sort through and find that type of person that you want to date. Right. And like, I understand that it's hard for, especially for a guy to say like, oh, I'm looking for my wife and like somebody I want to start a family with. Like, I understand that that's getting in really deep, really quick to just put that on your profile. But on the other hand, it's like, you have a lot of people who are just looking for a hookup. And like, if you're not going to say that, like, you're not really being truthful. And you're kind of because they know that if they say I'm just looking for a hookup, you're probably weeding out a lot of girls. Because yeah. I think not a lot of girls are looking for that. And if you are, that's one thing. But there's apps that are more targeted towards that. Have you run into those situations where you start dating somebody and then find out they're just looking for a hookup? Thankfully, not really. I feel like everybody that I've actually gone on dates with and dated has been actually looking for a relationship. But definitely when you're on the talking stage, like getting to know somebody like on the apps or like when you first like move it to text or whatever, it's kind of you're like, oh, okay, he's totally not looking for what I'm looking for here. Yeah. It's, it's so frustrating, especially like the second you start to have feelings for somebody, you like so badly want it to work out. And you almost like, if you see any inklings or like flags that they might not be looking for the same thing, like you don't want to believe them because you're so like emotionally invested already for no reason. Right. For no, and especially when it's like somebody you haven't even met yet and you're like getting into, you're like picturing your future together. And I'm like, wait, this is like in too deep too quickly. Like he's not even looking for that at all. And then it's frustrating because you're like, oh, like now I have feelings, but there's no reason to. Have you been in any relationships post-college? Not any serious relationships. No. Has that been difficult for you at all? I think, yeah, because it's like, you kind of turn internally and you're like, what am I doing wrong? Like, what's wrong with me? Why don't people want to be with me? And like, then on the other hand, you have people who all the time are asking, oh, why don't you have a boy? Like, if it's at somebody's wedding or like family or whatever, oh, why don't you have a boyfriend? Oh, you're such a catch. Like, and even like my guy friends are like, I don't understand. Like, you're every guy's dream girl. Like, I don't get it, whatever. But then I'm like, I don't get it either. Like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. What am I putting out there that is maybe not attracting the right people? Yeah. It's such a hard thing. And it, it's tough because I hear this all the time from people like, oh, I'm in my late 20s and my early 30s and I've never been in a relationship. And I'm so afraid to like even tell somebody that on a date if they ask about my previous relationships. But it's so common these days. Like I hear it all the time from people. And I feel like part of the problem is because of the way modern dating is set up, nothing's defined. Things are so casual. There's so many situationships for so long. And there's so many more ways to like be in a quote unquote sort of relationship than before where I feel like 10, 20 years ago, it was just black and white. Like you're dating or you're not. You're going steady or you're not. (laughs) And now it's like you're talking and talking and talking and talking and like maybe it'll go somewhere, but then it doesn't. But then maybe they come back, but then like, no. And so it can really like mess with your head. And and like you said, like make you ask those questions, like what's wrong with me? Why am I not able to find this? But it really could just be a matter of like, you haven't found your person yet, but that doesn't like even me saying that I know that doesn't make it feel any easier, any better. Right. Like it doesn't, like I understand. And like, I know a lot of people who are like, Oh, but like when you meet him, you'll you'll know whatever. But it's like, okay, but like, when is this happening? Like, I don't, yeah, it's like frustrating. And like, like you said, like, there's been so many situationships. And like, I have like one guy who I've been talking to for like three years now. And it's just like, 
okay, like clearly it's not going to be anything, but like, it's also kind of hard to just be like, okay, I'm done now. Like I've said, I've done so many times and you just can't give it up. Wait, I want to hear about this. I want to hear more. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Like I like we met on an app in like, I actually feel like it was like mid pandemic. Like it was before people were even like going on dates and stuff. So then we just like didn't meet for like such a long time because I was terrified of getting COVID. This was when nobody knew what was even going on. Um, And then like, I just have been talking to him and like whatever with him for so long. And it's like, there was a point where he like wanted to date, but I was not into it. And then I wanted to date and he's not into it. And it just like kind of feels like one of those things that nothing ever lines up correctly. But like all this time, like we've been talking whatever. But it's like, what am like what are we doing here? Like we can hang out and do whatever all the time. Like you're inviting me to like your parents' vacation house and this and that. But I'm like, we're not dating. So like I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. Like I know all your friends, like whatever, but it's just like not actually amounting to like a real relationship. But like at the same time, I'm like, okay, like it's not a real relationship, like time to just let it go. But then I'm like, but I can't imagine just like not talking to him. Like we've talked probably every day for the past almost four years now. It's like, I don't, I don't know how you just like stop that. Raise your hand if you have dating anxiety. All right. All right. I know that everyone has their hands up and I get it. I had debilitating anxiety when I was single. And even when I first started dating Jake, I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I know that is not a good way to feel and that is not a fun way to date. And I get it. It can be hard to find an anxiety relief tactic that works for you. That's why I'm so excited to introduce you to a new one that has helped me dramatically with my wedding and work stress and anxiety over the last few months. And trust me, there's been a lot of it. Sunset Lake CBD is an amazing company that not only has helped me feel so much better, but they also have a really cool history and mission. Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. As farmers, they believe in providing only top-shelf CBD and hemp products at fair prices. So they cut out the middlemen and they ship their CBD straight from their farm to your door, which means that their CBD is affordable and trusted because CBD and anxiety relief can help everyone and they want it to be accessible to anyone. Trust me when I say that when I'm stressed or anxious, my sleep is the first thing to go. But despite everything I have going on right now, I've been taking a sleep gummy before bed and my sleep scores on my aura ring have been through the roof. Plus, I'm finding myself relaxing more at night and being able to turn off my work brain and my anxiety with the help of their CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews. Whether you want to sleep better, relax better, focus better, recover better, or anything in between, Sunset Lake CBD has something for everyone. So check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use code SOP for 20% off your order. That's code SOP for 20% off, farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. When I first started seeing other people, some of my closest friends and family could not believe it. Not because they didn't think I was capable of being a podcast host, but because I usually can't get through a sentence without sniffling. And during allergy season, forget about it. My seasonal allergies are debilitating. 
and my sinus congestion and pressure has always left me feeling so sick. But luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Claritin D has truly transformed my life. Not only can I breathe better and sleep better since taking Claritin D, but I also can get through the day so much smoother. I used to have to cancel plans because of how bad my allergies were. I'd go through a tissue box a week, sometimes more, and my eyes were always watery. But Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes, and it tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. It's truly the greatest thing I've ever come across and I am so grateful that I found it and started using it. Are you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Have you had any conversations like soberly, just like dick on the table, like what, like what are we doing and why? Yes. And it's like kind of always amounts to like, we don't know what we're doing and like, we're just going to continue doing what we're doing because it's so hard to have that conversation, especially as a girl to kind of like put it all out on the table, like you said, and be like, what are we doing? Like, are we dating? Because I want to date you. And if we're not dating, then I'm done. Like, you don't want to give an ultimatum like that, because then it's putting so much pressure on the situation. And it just always comes down to like, we don't know what we're doing. Like, this just like is what it is. It's been working for this long. So like, this is, is it just, working I though? I mean, like, no, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's been going on for so long that it's like, kind of hard to imagine not yeah. being in that same type of situation. So I was in a situation like this for like two and a half years and it, it's really confusing. (laughs) Um, it's like the will we won't we, but then like, we also would talk about, like, we go from like, kind of like going on a date and like having a sleepover or like kissing goodnight at the end of the date to then like the next week, like talking about somebody else that we met. And we're going on dates with, and it's like, what it's, it was, it honestly ended up being, and I'm curious if you feel that way. Like it ended up being really painful for me where there were so many times where I was like, you're, you're introducing me to like your brothers, you're FaceTiming me when you're at home and like showing me your like childhood house, you're coming to me and calling me for hours on end about like every little problem in your life. And you're taking me out to dinner and kissing me at the end of the night. But then you're also talking to me about other girls and saying, you don't want a relationship. Like, cause every single thing that we are doing qualifies as a relationship. Right. No, I agree. It's like so painful. It's like, I know, I know like his friends problems and like what they're dealing with and like stuff about that. And it's like, you wouldn't do that to just somebody who you're like, don't want anything with, I guess. But I mean, maybe that is the case. I don't know. It's like, it is painful. I agree because there are also, it's been so in the beginning, it was more like on again, off again after like he really wanted to date. I was like not into it. 
And then I like started coming around and then he was not into it, which I feel like that's just always the way it works out. It's never like both of you at one time want to date. But then after that, it was like, so like on again, off again. And it's like, you're like waiting for like his birthday. So you could say something and talk again. And I'm like, this is just so not healthy. And now it's just like, we talk all the time, but it's like, it's been what, three years of this. Like what, like, what are we doing? I know you haven't been in a relationship during this time. Has he dated anybody else? No. Okay. Interesting. So I don't know, but like, and like, I'll tell him, Oh, like I'm going on a date, whatever. And then he'll like, you know, be all pouty and upset about it. And I'm like, but I can't, I don't know what you want me to do here because I'm not going to hold back my life because you're not ready to actually commit to me. Yeah. Do you think any part of you is holding back from like falling for somebody else because of him? My problem is that like when I go on other dates, I'm like hearing about like their friends or something or like their lifestyle. And I'm like, huh, comparing in my head. I'm like, oh, this is like so different from whatever person X. And like, it's just like, it's definitely like the comparison game. But what am I comparing for? Like, it's not, it's not getting me anywhere, clearly. It's not like, oh, I'll date this guy or that guy. Right. It's not, it's not the buffet where you just get to pick. Yeah, I do want to caution you of one thing that I ran into because there was a time where I got in in during this like two and a half year long situation there was a time where I got into a relationship and then I felt really weird like I felt like I was doing something wrong if I was talking to him so like it did fuck up our friendship because at the end of the day like yes it was just like on off confusing thing but we were like best friends and when I started dating somebody like I did feel like I was doing something wrong by talking to him and so like I kind of just ghosted him sort of. And like, I think that really hurt him. And then fast forward, me and this person ended up breaking up and he got into a relationship and that like fucked me up. Cause I was like, Oh, so like he's willing to date like this other girl. And like, he he actually did want a relationship. He, but like not with me, I was just his doormat that he would like talk to about everything, but not actually want to date. But then he and I, like whenever we would talk, it was weird. And like, he, like there was, when I was really upset about something like he came during COVID to like drop sugar fish off at my house to make me feel better. And he was like, don't post it. And like, don't tag me because I don't want her to see it. Oh Stuff God. like that. So like, it does get messy. Right. And then like, you feel bad. Like I feel bad to the people that I'm on dates with. I'm like, why the hell am I sitting here comparing the two of them? Like this poor nice guy who has been thinking about me for three months that like really wanted to go out with me. And like, I'm yeah. sitting here in my head, like comparing like, oh, this one played this sport in college. This one played this sport in college. And I'm like, they're (laughs) similar but different. And I'm like, what? Like, this is not fair to this guy. You would go on dates with people who played (laughs) sports in college. (laughs) I was actually going to, like, try to not say that to be, like, oh, like, anonymous. But then I was like, "Uh, everybody's going to know anyway. It's fine. I don't even care. (laughs) That's so funny. What else has gone on in the last few years in your dating life that was maybe either, like, really positive or really negative or kind of just left as like a funny story? Um, I'm trying to think like, I think the most frustrating thing is like when you match with people on apps and you either just don't talk or like the talking fizzles out of after like, Hey, how was your day? Like you don't actually get into anything beyond the surface level. And I think that's so irritating because like, what is the point of matching with somebody if you're not going to talk to them? And like, okay, I'm going to try to make this as not obvious as possible, but somebody that we both know 
a relative of theirs. I matched with him on an app and like, we know each other. We've known each other, whatever, for many years, like followed each other on Instagram, whatever. And I waited. So it was Raya. I waited basically like the 10 days that you get to message somebody. Cause I was like, okay, maybe he's going to message me, whatever. And then it gets down to like two hours left. And I'm like, Hey, like, what's up? And no response. I'm like, what is the point in this? Like, we know each other. Like, I don't understand what the point of that is. Why are you matching with me if you don't want to talk to me? Just swipe past me if you don't want to talk to me. That's fine. It's better that is one that of the most way. frustrating things that happens on dating apps because it's like, yeah, you'd rather just not have known that there was going to be a match. Like, what's the point? Did they just match to see if you were going to match them back? Like, what the hell is the point? Especially right. when it's somebody you know. And then it's just awkward. Right. And now I'm just like what was the point of this? Like now when I see his Instagrams come up, I'm just like frustrated. I'm pissed. Cause I'm yeah. like, I don't understand. Like what, what's the point of matching with somebody if you have no intention to even say anything, if you want to just say like, Oh, nothing, like nothing. How was your weekend? And then just let it fizzle out. That's one thing. But to not even respond to, Hey, what's up or whatever. I don't even know what I said, but like yeah. to just not respond is rude. I think. Yeah. Cause you also, you put yourself out there by actually saying something right like I also like I did sort of half swipe to see like if we were gonna match but I was like I also find this kid really hot like yeah I go out with him right and then I'm like kind of in my head getting my hopes up for no reason yeah that's the worst like when it's somebody you know and like you since you already know them you actually have a right to be excited about them and then it's just like a complete letdown. And then it, it it just leaves you feeling so uncomfortable. It's like, what literally, what was the point? And in those 10 days, yeah, you are checking your phone and like hoping that you're going to get that notification. And it is really disappointing every single time it doesn't happen. And then it, it again, makes you question yourself. It's like, well, like, why not? Right. Like, why I'm not like, me? Uh, exactly. Especially when it's somebody you know, because you're like, okay, like I know, like, oh, comes from a good family. Like, whatever like you know what they they have things you're looking for right and you like kind of know more about them than just like the average random person that you may come across on an app so it's almost more invested yeah when you do match with people what like what are some good conversations that you've had like what if for any guy listening to this like what do you want a guy to message you I think number one is especially on like hinge I would say is comment on something on the profile like if it's one of the prompts if it's a picture like please don't do the like if it's a bathing suit photo don't be like oh where was this taken like okay it's clearly at a beach like come on but like I don't know I have plenty of prompts do you want me to like read you my prompts because I I think they're good for responding Um, please do brave the uncomfortable Those are the words engraved on my bracelet that have gotten me through some of the most anxiety-inducing moments over the last few years. And that's why I could not be more excited to encourage you all to get a Presently bracelet of your own with a phrase that resonates with you. Presently is a line of mindfulness bracelets engraved with words inspired by cognitive behavioral therapy. The brand was started by two sisters, Lindsay and Emily, who have obsessive compulsive disorder, aka OCD, and anxiety. They realized that when stuck in an anxiety spiral, it's hard to put into practice the tools that they learned 
in therapy sessions. They looked and looked for bracelets that could serve as reminders to interrupt that spiral, but they couldn't find anything besides the cheesy good vibes only and no bad days types of messaging. They started presently to bring more authenticity to self-help anxiety management. And as someone who has had a presently bracelet for three years, I mean it when I say it really makes a difference. So whether you need encouragement to make it onto that date that you've been anxious about, a calming mantra to get you through a big day at work, or simply a reminder that you're not alone presently has your back. Their bracelets are so beautiful and elevated and they also make amazing gifts. And I know because I have gifted a few over the years and my friends were so excited to get one and have worn them ever since. There are six phrases to choose from. And if you're indecisive, there's a quiz that you can take to help you choose the perfect reminder for your anxiety. Plus, 5% of each bracelet is donated to your choice of four mental health nonprofits. I wholeheartedly love and support Presently, and I know that your Presently bracelet will bring you as much comfort as mine has brought me. So head to presentlybracelets.com. That's P-R-E-S-E-N-T-L-Y bracelets.com for 10% off your order using code seeing other people. Okay. Um, okay. So to preface this, like I really like sports and I studied sport management and I'm just obsessed with sports for anybody who's listening to this that doesn't know me because they don't, I don't want them to think I'm just like trying to like bait a guy in by saying I like sports, but okay. So I have, I'm looking for someone to watch sports with me every night and use my new Knicks season tickets. Misery loves company. So now people are going to be like, that. Oh, like what sports do you like? How many Knicks games do you go to a year? Whatever. Um, don't hate me if I'm the pickiest eater you've ever met. Because then people are like, okay, what's your favorite food? What kind of foods do you like? Um, would what you kind eat of X, Y, Z? Right. Um, and then typical Sunday, hosting an elaborately planned football watch party for all my friends. Does anyone have theme ideas? You sound like every guy's dream. <laughs> so why don't I have a boyfriend, Alana? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but it's like, it's funny because I, I say that, but part of it is because like none of those things are a lie. Like those are genuine things about you that like all of Jake's friends would be into like any, most guys like sports and want to go to Knicks games and watch football and tailgate and talk about food. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I it's Okay, so but point being, like, ask, say something about something. Don't right. just say hi. <laughs> yeah, don't just be like, oh, like, how was your weekend? Or, like, I don't know. Like, I also saw somebody had a prompt, and it was phrased really weirdly, but it was a good question. And it was basically, like, of all – this is how it was phrased. It was, like, of all the data you've collected in your brain, which topics take up the most space? Which, like, is a very interesting question because I I think it's interesting to – I love that to, question to think like what do you spend most of your time thinking about like for me it's like sports boys boys who play sports (laughs) (laughs) but like I just think that's an interesting topic because you learn actually more about somebody and what they're actually into wait so that was on your profile before no that was I saw that on a boy's profile I put that I would put that on yours I might I think think that's great I would, you know what I would do? I would replace the picky eater with that. I, that's what I was thinking. Because I wonder if the picky eater thing is a turnoff for some guys where they're like, oh, I don't want to deal with that. Because it's so easy to like see something about someone and just like take it for like way more than it needs right. to be and just be like, oh, nope, that's annoying. Like, right. if and I'm, that, I'm that so like, guilty of that yeah. too. Like you see yeah, like one thing are. you don't like and you're like, okay, X, X, swipe left, whatever. Yeah, it's like 
if we, I see that they like to like go to the beach every Sunday, like, yeah, that sounds like inconvenient for me, like pass, <laughs> but like, that sounds great. And there's somebody who likes to like get up and go do activities and like go places with people and enjoy. And that'd probably be actually really good for me instead of just sitting on my ass in my apartment all the time. Also at the same time, I think you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt and make, maybe like think that people kind of overstate. I mean, Realistically, social media is such a like snippet of everything. So everybody's trying to seem like cool and I do things and, you know, I'm so social and like people who are, oh, I love going out. And sometimes I'm like, okay, I like going out, but I also like to stay in. So maybe I'm not a good match with somebody who's going to go out every five seconds, but maybe they're not actually going out every five seconds and just want to seem social. Well, it's like that prompt, typical Sunday. A lot of people use that prompt. And it's like, you can write something, but whatever you're writing, you're not actually going to brunch or going on a bike ride or going to brunch and a bike ride and then horizontal for the rest of the day every single Sunday. You're just like, you're. everyone's trying their best to paint a picture of themselves. And some people are better at it than others. But yeah, just because you put one thing on your profile doesn't mean that's your entire life. Right. And like, even on my profile, typical Sunday is like hosting all my friends. Sure. But I probably do that for like, I don't know, 10 Sundays a year. It's not really right. like, like, yeah, it is in the fall. That is what my typical Sunday looks like. But it's not every single sun. Like this exactly. Sunday, I'm not hosting my friends for football. There's no football on. Right. It's not like you're not going to ever do anything else on a Sunday. Right. Like some, exactly. some Sundays you're going to do absolutely nothing. <laughs> exactly. Or some Sundays I'm like going for like to walk eight miles. I don't know. That's impressive. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely don't do that on Sundays, but it'd be good for me too. Maybe we'll do a short walk one time. Yeah, maybe maybe like a a four-miler. Okay. (laughs) How has dating evolved for you, would you say, in your 20s? Like from when you were right out of college until now, do you think there's anything that's like changed in terms of the way you approach it or – the like things that you're looking for when you go on dates? I think definitely right out of college, I was less open to the apps and it's more, you kind of just want to get set up by, Oh, a friend of a friend or my friends, camp friends, home friends, whatever, kind of like that to just be like, Oh, I knew this person through mutual friends or something. But now I guess I'm I'm more receptive to the apps. I still don't like them. I still don't want to ideally meet somebody on an app, but like, it just kind of is the way that things are these days, especially with like the pandemic happening in the middle of basically from when I graduated college to now is like, yeah, definitely changed things. Yeah. It's interesting. Like the fact that nobody wants to meet somebody on an app, but we all spend so much time on the app. And the reality is as soon as you meet somebody, it doesn't matter how you met. Right. It's just like, thank God that you did. Like, okay, right. you, you met this person, you tried. Like, as soon as you're there, it's not like, oh, it's the date isn't different because of how you met on the app. Right. And it's funny because I feel like at this point in time, like I have so many friends who met people on apps or whatever, and they're in serious relationships, living together, getting married, whatever. And still I'm in my head like, oh, I don't want to meet somebody in an app. But then I see all these great relationships that are clearly working out. So what's the difference? Like, what does it even really matter how you meet? Yeah. I think it's just the exhausting process. Yeah. Like it's having so to like exhausting. keep going back on and, and still having no luck. It's like, I force myself to sit on my phone. I'm like, okay, like, like five people. And then you could 
move on to something else. And it shouldn't be like that. It should be kind of fun, but bless you. <laughs> um, it should be a fun process, but it's kind of not. Has it been difficult for you having friends kind of meeting their people and, and moving forward and you still being single or have you navigated that in a way that like doesn't get to you? I think when you open Instagram every weekend and there's a new engagement or engagement party, bachelorette party, whatever it is, especially this time of year is really, I guess, like potent with those. It's kind of frustrating to look at that and be like, oh my God, like what's going on? But, and it's just kind of hard not to compare yourselves, but most of my friends who have been getting engaged and stuff like have either been dating their significant other since high school or like they're on the road to getting engaged and you know they met like right out of college or something like that so I don't know it's kind of hard to not compare but at the same time I think it's just nice to try to be happy for them and also like their relationships are not my relationships a lot of the people that my friends are with like great people but like not somebody I would personally see myself with like wonderful guys whatever but if I came across him on an app, I'm not going to like him. I think that's really important to point out and for people to recognize because it can obviously be so easy to feel like you're falling behind or like, oh, well, like they're, they can find somebody, but I can't. And it's like, yeah, you wouldn't, that's not your person. Right. And it, it, and it's so important to realize like, okay, like they found their person, but their person would never have been my person. And my person is still out there. Right. Like their person's right for them. And my person will be right for me. And honestly, like somebody who I'm looking for is maybe not somebody that you or the next girl would be like, oh, I'm yeah. so into him. Right. There's someone for everyone. And, and that person's different for everyone. I, I want to go back to the social media thing. I remember like when I was 25, hearing my coworkers talk about like everyone's getting engaged. And I'm like, I don't like, I don't see that. And then like I turned 26 or 27 and like, I didn't know this many people were in relationships. I, I didn't even know this many people. And it's insane. It's like, like out of the woodworks. I actually felt guilty for posting my engagement because I was like, <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm joining this club now and I'm doing this to other people. No, <laughs> but it's like, like, what are you going to do? Not post it? That would be even worse. Right, but like, it's so crazy. It is. It's so insane. Like it's actually every single time you open social media, especially like, the spring and summer weekends. I'm like, Oh my goodness. There was, I don't know who it was. One of my friends was telling me that like she opened Instagram and it was like seven engagement posts in a row. And I was like, how is this happening? And then you open Facebook and it's even more from people who you just haven't talked to in two decades. Right. And then they have all like the, their aunts like commenting and I'm just like, okay, we can move past this maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's great. And then, and that now every week there's someone new getting engaged in Italy. Uh, that is well, what's up with that? It's, it's, I know, I know four couples who've gotten engaged in Italy this month. It is the official season of how is everybody in Italy and why is everybody getting engaged there? I feel like, and let me know if you've noticed this too. I feel like since COVID, every like four to six months, there's a shift in the vacation destination that everyone is going to. I remember like sometime during COVID, it was Tulum. And then it was like... Portugal and then it was Greece and then Italy and I'm like I don't understand 
how everybody knows this and like does it at the same time. But I don't like how, how am I supposed to know? I don't, is there like a club that everyone's in with like, okay, this is where we're going in six months from now. This is where everyone's going to plan their trips to. Right. Like how am I supposed to know where the, the popular destination is going to be when I'm it's ready so to weird. But maybe yeah, it's, it's better to not go to the popular destination at that time. I totally agree. It's just something so weird that I like, I never, I don't know if it was like this before. I never noticed it, but for the past few years, I've just been like, wait a second. Like everybody's just going to the same places at the same times. And I'm just sitting here being like, how do they all know? No, literally, especially now everybody's in Italy. My four of my friends are leaving for Italy tonight. I'm like, okay. Oh my God. Must be nice. (laughs) I know. We'll just just be here in this armpit of New York city right now. 90 something degrees. Gross. What do you wish you could change about modern dating if you had a magic wand um that's so hard I don't want to change other people's intentions on dating apps but I wish that I could change like the way that I I guess I can say I want to change other people's intentions on dating apps because even sometimes like especially with Raya is like I'll see somebody and then like like for example, I'm obviously very into sports. I know a lot of the hockey players and I will see somebody on an app and then five days later, he's posting with his new girlfriend. And I'm like, how did this, I saw you five days ago on an app. You obviously didn't just start dating this girl five minutes ago to start posting her. It's like, what are you doing on the app? I don't understand. And then I work with a lot of professional athletes and my clients come up all the time and I'm like, this specific client is married and has been married for a while. What are you doing on this app? And especially an app like that, where it's linked to your Instagram, I can literally click his Instagram and see that he has wedding photos posted with his wife. So like, maybe we need to just like regroup on our intentions here. I understand maybe you don't delete the app right away when you first start seeing somebody, but it gets to a point where you gotta, gotta make a choice here. Do you think they know I don't like, know. do you think, think it's an active just, decision that they're still on the app? Or do you think they just, like, have no idea? Like, they, do, mean, they deleted the app but didn't delete their profile. But this is an app that you have to pay for. So That's I can't true. imagine that you're oh, getting that. charged whatever, however much a month and not seeing it. And it's not a big charge, right. but, like, don't you look on your credit card statement and see that it says, like, oh, $22 a month for Raya. And you're like, oh, wait, I'm actually not using this anymore. Yeah. Did... I'm actually curious about that. At what point did you decide like, okay, I feel comfortable paying for a dating app because for so long, I feel like we were all so anti it. And now we're just like, Oh, like Raya. Sure. Locks club. Sure. Like hinge premium. Sure. Right. I still am like anti paying for it. Raya. I applied for Raya. I think like right when I got out of college and I like finally got off the wait list. I think it had to have been like four or five years later. So at that point, oh, thank you so much. So at that point, I was just the buildup was so much that I was like, all right, I just got to see what this is all about. But I still don't like I don't want to pay for Hinge Premium. I don't want to pay for like the Bumble to see all the people that like me when it tells you that, you know, 3000 people have liked you. And I'm like, okay, I don't I'm not really interested in seeing this group of people. Yeah. Fun fact, I never got accepted to Raya, and that really hurt my ego for a long time. I mean, it took me probably four or five years, so maybe you would have gotten there after a couple of years. 
I, Carly, I was like emailing them pitches of like why I should be on. Meanwhile, I was like the face of Hinge. And I wonder, I mean, I wonder if that's why they didn't accept me, but like, wouldn't it have been like fun for them to have like me? Right. On there. Is like the Hinge spokesperson, but like trying to find people on Raya. Right. Basically saying that the app that you weren't, that you were working for wasn't doing it for you. So you wanted to be on another app. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. it's, I wonder if they thought maybe you were trying to get some, like, intel. I really just wanted to <laughs> meet some cool hot people <laughs> who probably would have broken my heart some more. Maybe yeah, it's for I mean, the best. Listen, it's like, it's all, I see so many celebrities and athletes that I'm like, why am I even wasting my time yeah. liking these people? They're not going to like me back. You never know. You never that's what know. I always say when I that's what I say when I like them. I want to ask you one thing now that you mentioned athletes again. Um there's I feel like there's a general stigma around athletes that they're like not looking for something serious. You know a lot of athletes. Do you have any thoughts on that? Like should somebody if somebody sees that someone's a professional athlete would that should that be a red flag to them or is like everyone looking for something different? What are your thoughts on that? I don't think it's a red flag at all because I have some, so to preface it, like I'm friends with a lot of professional athletes and a lot of professional athletes are my clients. So like I know them and I think they're all looking for different things. I have a couple of clients who have been in like very serious relationships for many years and have not like, don't have eyes for anybody else, like are not on the apps, whatever. So, like, I would not, like, say that somebody's a red flag or I wouldn't automatically get rid of them just because they're a professional athlete. But at the same time, a lot of these guys have a girl in every city that when they're traveling to, say, Salt Lake City, they have a girl there. And when they go to Dallas, they have another girl there. So I think just be cautious that you might not. Those are people who I would say be more cautious with about their intentions because they may not be looking for something serious. But on the other hand, maybe they are, and you don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, in the New York area, you've, I don't know, eight, nine, like nine teams of athletes that it's crazy to write them all off and say, like, oh, nobody's looking for something serious, because maybe somebody is and wants somebody in the area, and yeah, they travel a lot for work, but you could also say the same thing about somebody who works a consulting job that is in a new location all the time, so... I don't think it's like, I wouldn't say it's a full red flag and I wouldn't write them all off, but I would definitely be cautious. And like I said before, a lot of them have wives or girlfriends. So just do your research. Uh, It makes me so (laughs) sad. It it reminded me when you were saying like a girl in every city, it literally took me back to college of like a girl in every frat. Mm -hmm. like, like, Like we would go to a party at whatever frat. Oh, guys preface Carly and I went to college together <laughs> I don't know if we mentioned that but like we go to a party it's like oh like we're going to like SIU tonight like we know the guy that like we're into that we talked to at SIU and like right. they they only have eyes for us that night but then our friend in another sorority is like oh well like yesterday night we had a party with SIU and they were hooking up with like Allie all night and it's like wait what right. and the, it, it's like you realize oh they have like a girl in every sorority Exactly. And like the same way we have guys in every frat, like maybe you have an A pie boy, maybe you have a ZBT boy. Like yeah. it's, and just you pick and choose what works for you that night, like and where you're going. 
what a world what a time (laughs) oh man oh man okay this has been so great before I let you go I have a one final question it's my favorite question to ask what is the best piece of dating or relationship advice you've ever received that's so hard my initial reaction is to say don't worry about if they're into you and worry about if you're into them like if you like them but I don't know. I'm trying to think of something more, I don't know, less basic, but it's hard. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's like basic because it's so true. Right. Like, and it needs to be repeated over and over because at any given moment, there's somebody who needs to hear it. Who's right. like just focusing on like, oh my God, like, what do they think of me? Are they into me? Are they going to text me? It's like, what the fuck do you think of them? Right. Like if, like, if them? I don't like him, why am I worrying about if he likes me? Yeah. And like, I've wasted so much time worrying about other people's feelings when I never once asked myself, like, wait a second, do I actually want to be with this person? And had I stopped to ask myself that, the answer probably would have been no. Right. And like worrying about how you come across on a date, like, did I sound negative? Like, was I not peppy enough? Whatever. Like, do you think he thought X, Y, Z? Why do I care what he thinks of how I acted? Because if I'm just being myself, if he doesn't like me, bye. Exactly. Why, like, why do I need somebody who doesn't like who I am? Also, think about how they were on the date. Like, were they too negative for you? Right. You know, were they saying things that didn't sit right with you? Or were they saying things that really excited you and made you feel curious and like you wanted to learn more? Like, those are the questions you need to be asking yourself versus like, how did I come across? Or like, should I not have said that thing? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Not basic. It's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Carly, thank you so, so much. Do you want to shout out your business <laughs> or are we not doing that? I mean, you can. Um, I have a business. I do custom sneakers, cleats, all different stuff, basically like custom anything that you need. So like if you have any bachelorette parties coming up or like wedding stuff, I've been doing a lot of that now that it's that season. So you can follow me, Kicks by Carly, and you could say that seeing other people sent you. Yeah, love it. Carly, (laughs) thank you so much to everyone who listened. Follow Kicks by Carly. Seriously, she's so talented and incredible. And like, it's it's also been so cool just watching you like grow your business over the years. Like, it's so impressive and so cool. And and you seriously like are incredible. So thank Thank you you so much for being here. (laughs) Thank you for being you and everyone who listened. Send this episode to a friend who needs to hear it. Post on your story if you love it. Follow Kicks by Carly and I'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening, daters. I hope today's episode made you feel just a little bit less alone out there, no matter what your status might be. Give your finger a break from swiping and hit that follow and review button instead. And if you have any burning questions or want to share your own unfiltered dating stories, reach out to seeingotherpeoplepodcast at gmail.com. And in the meantime, keep on seeing other people. Mads, I am obsessed with our brand pillars. You mean vagina sweat, good branding, and being Jewish blooded queens, Scout? Uh, sure, but not quite. I love that OKSIS podcast and our sisterhood is made up of women who are down for main character energy only, who take care of their mental health, and who are standing in their personal power as entrepreneurs. Oh, yeah. That too, Scout. That too. We should probably introduce ourselves. Hello, everyone. I am Mads. And I am Scout. And we are sisters IRL. Join us on OKSIS Podcast every Monday for some sisterly banter, nourishing mental health, a whole lot of silliness, and inspiring interviews from the raddest female guests in the game. We promise it'll be a good time. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. 
Welcome to the sisterhood.